Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to another week of An Englishman, An Irishman and A Squat with me, Susie Mack. And myself, Nathan Caton in London. And out in LA, I'm Billy Halpin. Hi guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. You good? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a momentous week. I mean, first of all, we can see each other right now. If you're listening, sorry you can't see this. Someone else will have to describe it, but I just wanted to show you just... Put them away, Susie! <laughs> oh, God. She's got our hemorrhoid cushion. That's what I was talking about last week. Yay! Right, so basically I just showed them it if you're listening and uh, I've now hurt my, the back of me now. I'm just going to have to like get this into place again, but yes, oh. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh if you could see what she's doing now. Oh. <laughs> Don't put it in there, Susie. Don't put it in there. Um. <laughs> the hole, the hole. Um, no, I have, I've got a hemorrhoid cushion, but that's not the, the least of my health worries because um, I got the vaccination. Yes, I want to ask all you. Last week and literally... I wanted to die the next day. Like, I literally wanted to die. I said to my mum, I was literally like, if this is what life is going to be like, like, I, I literally, I would rather just end it all. Oh, like, it dramatic. was absolutely horrible, the side effects that I got. So basically, I got it. Yeah, but say for what, what day, innit? Yeah, well, you see it for the day. Like, I still have a little bit of a sore arm, but I just woke up in the middle of the night and I felt really, really cold after I'd got it. So I got it at about four o'clock and that was maybe about four o'clock in the morning, weirdly enough. I woke up and I literally was like shivering and then I had to get out of my bed and be sick um, into a bucket. Um, and then I had like the sweats the whole day, hot and cold. I probably lost about a stone. I've already put it back on again. It was just like horrible. And I literally was like, I can't move. I had no energy. Every muscle hurt and that bum bone of mine hurt extra because it was so like, so intense. I was like, I can't move. So I said that to my mom. I was like, I'd, I'd rather just <laughs> Where did you put here. the injection, Susie? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you went to the right place. They're not meant to put it there. I think it's going to be in your arm. <laughs> he wasn't a doctor, Susie. He was told he was. <laughs> well, he nearly killed me. Um, no, but I am. Um, I'm alive. Um, the <laughs> next big, day, I started. <laughs> 
the next day I started to feel better again but all I'm going to say is like if you are I think it's like one in 14 people get bad side effects and I was one of those one in 14 people lucky me shock horror I get the bad side effects so um yeah just be prepared you ain't going to work the next day or even if you are working from home, you are not working on Zoom. Like it ain't happening. <laughs> you can't do it. Wow. So, um, but my mum, she got it the day before and she's absolutely fine. I got the, ostr- oh, I always say ostrich, Oxford AstraZeneca. That's the one I got. And my mum got the the Pfizer one. Uh, and she had no, like, she, she pretty much just felt a little bit tired after it. And that was it. But like, Horny. I was... Ah, excuse me. Hey, hey, Helen. <laughs> she just had a boner for twenty-four hours, but otherwise she was fine. <laughs> Is that meant to be a side effect of it? I've not heard that one because it certainly didn't happen to me. <laughs> they make Viagra. What? What? The Pfizer jag? <laughs> no, they make Viagra five. Yeah, I think. Oh, did he? Oh my god, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't know. Nathan's eyes just propped up. Mm. I saw it on the news. I saw it on the news. <laughs> yeah. Nathan, as a comedian, is like, they make Viagra. This is amazing. Um, Mate, but yeah. imagine a, a whole nation, a whole, a whole, whole, whole globe who's <laughs> horny as fuck from the vaccine. That's how you know people have had it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he shagging a tree? Uh, vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that brings me nicely on to today's story. Honestly, you know what? My my girlfriend, she had the vaccine as well. Okay. And she got, I think she got the same side effects as you because she was, uh, she was struggling. And she wasn't horny? Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Barely moved. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think she had the Oxford one as well. And uh, yeah, the next day she was knockout. Yeah. And I know she'll probably feel the exact same way as me, like, in the news the next day they're like oh well it might not be strong enough to go against the new strain of Brazilian coronavirus and stuff that's come into the country and they're like we're going to have to tweak it now and you're like what the fuck have you put in me then? Like what have, what have I got in me? I actually see the whole experience of going to get it is really daunting it just feels really weird because you just feel like should I be doing this? I'm actually like am I about to go and kill myself? Like, not kill myself but like am I, what am I, am I doing something that's going to be really detrimental to me when see when you're actually sitting in the waiting room it's really weird like you're, just, you're sitting yeah. there and everyone feels awkward you know everyone's having the same thoughts in the waiting room before you get it like is this like some sort of like mass like killing spree by the government or something like that okay we're not we're not one of those podcasts we don't do a conspiracy <laughs> we don't have a conspiracy theory podcast but I did feel a little bit like uneasy when I was even sitting in the actual um, waiting room and then when I got in the guy was just chatting away to me so I just and then he jagged me and I didn't even notice and then I'm, and then later on I'm like fuck that guy this is horrible was she not like your girlfriend not just like I, I cried. I actually cried because uh, I was like, "This is horrible. I don't want to be here." And all that. Like that's literally me. Did you cry? Oh, I, I didn't go first. I wouldn't know. You, I, I didn't, you go didn't go with her. No, I mean, no, I didn't cry in the doctor's surgery. I'm not that dramatic. I mean, when I was in the house, <laughs> waiting for your lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mum No, I, I mean, when I was when I was going through all those symptoms, they were horrible. You're probably just sitting there going, I've not had it yet, but I don't know if I want it. No, no, I was, uh, she was in the bedroom knockout. I was, I was in the in front of them playing FIFA, so I was chilling. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked out well for you then, basically. Yeah, the peace and quiet was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where do you go for your second installment? <laughs> <laughs> take, take your time as well. Spend the whole day there. 
When do you have to go back for yours then? See, when do you have to go back for your second one? Don't you have to get it done twice? I think it's 12 weeks. Yeah, 12 weeks. Oh, 12 weeks. Yeah. So I think that's me. Um, I'm not looking forward to it. No, well, it doesn't sound like you should be. But what, 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 what does it like? What does it mean now? Are you immune to it now or do you have to wait for the second injection? I'm not immune for a long time. I'm immune in two or three weeks. I think we start to become, we show immunity. I don't think they know what they're doing. I really don't think that they, like, I mean, that's been evident for a long time, but I feel like they don't really 100% know like what the fuck will happen with it. And then I'm only immune from certain variants of it, obviously in two or three weeks. So I, I don't know. I just took it because like we need, well, we need to try and do something to try and get back to kind of normality in, mm. in some shape or form. But yeah. it's scary. Can you feel the microchip? <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel it? Is Bill Gates talking to you? He's like, get off Apple. Right. Oh, yeah, that vaccination. <laughs> um, no, when he was talking to me when he was doing it, he was like, um, he was like, um, he was saying to me, I mean, can you see the microchip chip going into you now? I, I was like, yeah, I don't he know about this chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bans, mate, bans. <laughs> or, or was it? Or was he actually, no, I'm actually telling you, but you're taking it as banter. <laughs> He's like, I literally told you I was putting a microchip in your arm. <laughs> Are you deaf? <laughs> <laughs> Alt, control, delete. <laughs> Yeah, I'm an I'm now a computer. Um, so what's been happening in your worlds? Uh, no vaccines for me. That's that's a damn sure. No, although I will have it. Though. Nothing else. Um, well, my, my, my girlfriend having it. That was that was the main thing. Um, yeah, I was you no. Know, when she told me, I didn't believe her. because like, um, basically, she's on uh, her medication that she has. It affects her immune system, so that's why she got bumped up. But when she told me, I was like, "You're not in the top four. Why did you just like did you call your doctor and nag him?" Because I know, I know what she's like when she's moaning and like... Persistent. It's, 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 yeah, it's like, okay, all right, fine, have whatever you want, just be quiet. But I was like, did you did you just nag your way to get a vaccine? She's like, no, mate, it's the medication. I was like, mate, you're not high priority. High maintenance, but not high priority. Yeah, everyone's reaction to me, the fact that I got it, is like, why are you getting it? Like, everyone's actually a bit angry almost. Like, why are you getting it? Like, how dare you? How dare you be offered it? And I'm like, I'm on the shielding list. I'm in the vulnerable category. I know I don't look vulnerable, but... Like I do have, I I'm just do so have vun- I'm so vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I vulnerable. Um, yeah. Wow, yeah. I don't like here. That you know they've like opened like um, Dodger Stadium and stuff, and that, that's where people go to get their their vaccines. And like big stadiums now have um, it's where so they like can see ten thousand people or whatever a day. But like I know a guy who went. He brought his mum to get hers done, and they said to him. Do you want to get yours done while you're here? What? Yeah, they just they gave him his there because they have to make, they have, so these places that would have like, expect 10,000 people or whatever, I don't know how many people, yeah. but they would make, uh, they'd have to have a certain batch and then they'd have stuff left over at the end of the day because people wouldn't have turned up or whatever and they have to use them up. They can't save it for the next day. It's, like, it's not like food. It's not going to go moldy. So yeah, you have but to de- some of them de- 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 at certain temperature and stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Nor, nor the guy that gave Susie hers. But. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You've got like, in Dodger, the Dodger Stadium, ours is in car parks and stuff like that, <laughs> under tents. Like, yeah, it's not that luxurious. definitely wasn't a doctor, Susie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh, I think you'd be like, you've got an Amstrad or something going through your system. Is that a Sir Alan Sugar's brand? I was trying to think of a really old computer. Commodore 64. You probably don't even remember what that What's is. That? Oh, shut up. Yeah, you've shown your age there. We don't know that. Right, let's get to our story of the week then. Right, okay, so we go to Derbyshire Car Park uh, this week where a man has been given £200. <laughs> that's, not what it, that's, what, that's what Susie went. <laughs> Sometimes the jokes are fly itself. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we go to the Harbinger car park where a man has been given a £200 fine after he, he was found naked. And sorry, I need to read this properly so it has the effect that it should have. This week we go to. It's all coming back, Susie. It's all coming back. <laughs> right. It's, it's she just dawned on her where she was. She's like, oh, exactly. that's good. <laughs> he, he was naked too, wasn't he? Oh shit! <laughs> if they mention wet wipes in this story, oh. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Let's go to our story of the week. Then we go to Derbyshire. I'm going to start this again. Let's go to the story every week. The week, and we go to Derbyshire car. <laughs> we go to Derbyshire when a man has been given a two hundred pounds fine. After he was found naked, (laughs) 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 he was found naked in in his car in a closed car park. He was questioned by police and he claimed he was on an essential trip to buy some wet wipes. The police were originally patrolling the area after local (laughs) rangers alerted them (laughs) to littering and other soiled (laughs) items in the area. I know you're thinking, if you're heading out for wet wipes, then how do you end up in a closed car park? The man claimed to have taken several wrong turns and stumbled across the car park by accident. (laughs) Asked for why he was wearing no clothes. Well, (laughs) the male was unable to provide a reasonable excuse, according to police. They fined him £200 and sent him on his way while telling him to put some clothes on. Discuss. Um. How do we start with this one? (laughs) Where do we start with this one? I was just going to say, £200 doesn't sound like enough. Yeah, for being naked, indecent exposure. I would say that you should probably get fined a little bit more than that. But, okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not standing up for the guy, but he was in his car. So if he's in his car, I mean, does that still count? I mean, he's not out in public. He, wasn't, he didn't get out of the car, did he? He was still in his car. What was he doing, though? Was there any action? Like, was he just sitting there? Well, he was naked in his wet wipes. I can imagine, you know, he I can only imagine up. what he was doing, yeah. Take it <laughs> maybe, from someone who knows. Maybe, maybe the action had just finished before the police came. It says that they found other soiled items in the area and they were alerted to go there because they found a lot of soiled items. COVID syringes. <laughs> Fuck it now. No. So, at, like, obviously, you know, I, I live, like, quite near to a country park, and I always, when I've taken my dog, I always kind of, like, I'm looking over my shoulder to see if there's anyone in the bushes. I don't know why I think like this. I do. I don't know who corrupted my mind, but they did at one point. So all I do is, like, 
I mean, I've watched too many Channel 4 documentaries on dogging and stuff like that. So I always like look to see if there's anyone about and if anyone's parked up their car. Because there's a lot of that goes on. You see a lot of like cars just randomly sitting there and you're like, why? Who on earth would be sitting in this car park at this time of night? Or it's pissing down a rain why would you want to be in the country park at that time and stuff like that like so i do a lot of like detective work does that stuff actually happen yeah hell yeah i've googled it <laughs> is that what you call it what you call it detective work detective work yeah <laughs> all you have to do <laughs> all you have to do is write dogging spots and then put in your local area and you'll find like there's literally forums of like like telling you go around this bend and you'll see a rock and then pass this part and blah 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 blah. I'm not saying I've ever followed the track, but I know that they're you know, that they happen. It happens. But I don't know if my the area that I live in has actually got any. Sure you don't. Yeah, you kind of already said that you go to these places that there's doggers. So I don't know. My dog. Backtracking a little bit there. It's my dog. Well, isn't that what, doesn't that involve dogging? Isn't a clue in the title? <laughs> so, so I've got an image of Susie t- turning up to a dogging site. From the dog going, what, what, it's, just, it's called dogging, guys. What's going yeah. on? Why does no one else have dogs? <laughs> I heard howling. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever watched the infamous documentary that was on Channel 4? Have you ever watched it? You can still no. watch it. Please watch it. It's the best thing I've ever watched in my whole life. It's so great they wear masks. What? what, what, what okay, please tell me. It's in front, what, when did this come out? Ooh. Mm. Five. I think five, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah I think I've seen it before. Yeah. Was, was it really big? Was, was, was it popular? Was it a big, big light work for Billy. Light work for Billy. For that reaction. <laughs> 
<laughs> I could see it before. It's nothing. Yeah. What was what was it called? A uh, dogging, dogging. Let me Google it. No, no you don't no, need Google. To use, no. <laughs> Susie, you don't, you, you don't need to use your phone anymore, Susie. Since you've been microchipped, all you do is use your phone. <laughs> Surely the microchip's in there anyway. <laughs> Um, no, but it's it, it's absolutely great. But I just don't understand. I think in this in this in this locked dogging tales, it's called right. Watch it. It's on all four. Oh if you ever want to watch gosh. it, it's oh, watch it. It's so on all fours. funny. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make a shove. I'm definitely sending uh, you. I mean, it's the least it's the least sexy thing you can ever watch when you watch it. Like it doesn't do well unless you're into that kind of stuff. It might do something for you, but like when you see the the what the I mean, I I just think like how if you're naked, like how are you like what? Why do you want to be in a woodland area when you're naked? You'll get scales. Do you know what that is? Maybe that's a total Scottish word that I've just explained there. Do you get scales? Scales. 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 So scales is like is like when you get when you get like wood in your under your skin. Oh, splinters. A splinter. Yeah. Well, we call them scales, but like <laughs> you, you get like things like that if you were to do anything like that. So like, why would you even put yourself in that position? Imagine getting scraped knees and leaves in weird places and, you know, all of these kind of things. Just stay in your car. What? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Nathan who now the realize about dogging when he's talked to us about how much he likes just going to car parks and sitting in them. <laughs> now you're like, well, am I, am I a dogger? Am I incriminating myself? What the fuck? Everybody thinks in your local area that you're a dogger. I'm going to look up dogging spots in Brentford. Oh, look, she's back on her phone. <laughs> Susie, you're back on your phone. Seriously, you, you've been microchipped. You're Brentford, aren't you? You're not Brentwood. You're Brentford. Yes, yeah, West London, yeah. West London middle class. Yeah, friends. okay. Dogging spots in Are Brentford. You? Oh, bloody. No, no. Do you know how middle class, like... Oh, that was middle class, isn't it? Ealing, Chiswick, those kind of areas. I remember that documentary, seeing the people and being like, Ugh. you're never going to be dogging and the fittest person you've ever seen in your life is going to come up and start smearing their bits up against your window. It's lots of lorry drivers. Yeah, it's going to be somebody that you do not want to... <laughs> Yeah, it does sound a bit like a dream, doesn't it? It's like one of those dreams that you wake up and you know, like somebody comes up to you in a dream and go, "Where's your clothes?" And you look down and you're completely naked. <laughs> it sounds like, like, why was he compl- how, completely naked? Surely you would like leave your boxes around your ankles or something. <laughs> I mean, I've encountered my fair share of weird people in the past year uh, that have sick kind of things going on in their mind and in fact I actually have encountered that my whole life um but it, show off yeah we pe- <laughs> people <laughs> well you know um but yeah it's, uh, it's something that it's something that like if someone gets a kick out of something like that then that's their thing I always just wonder psychologically how why, why how does it get to that stage mm. you know I'm just going to, like, that person gets a kick out of being naked in his car and doing stuff. That's what he gets a kick out of. He's probably been caught there. He's probably done it numerous times before, and he's never been caught. It's like the guy that did, do you remember the guy that got, like, caught um, looking, watching porn on a train? Do you remember that? No. That went viral. <laughs> that went really, really viral. Probably, like, a southwestern train or something like that, and he was just sitting there, like, and somebody walked by the window and <laughs> just filmed him what watching porn. <laughs> I, I don't think the the company of the train makes any difference to the story. Yeah. Oh, oh, Southwestern. 
Oh, it's not a virgin train. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been on a tube really late at night? And I'm like, have you ever been on a tube really late at night? And like, you get some people sitting there, you know that they're not there to ride the tube. They're there to just be creepy. Yeah, you've never got experienced this. I feel like, have you guys lived a shielded life or something like that? Because I swear to God, I encounter. But we're guys. Yeah, well, I, I don't pay attention to people, and also, and I don't really get it. I don't. I tend to drive if we're going to central London because I don't like to be on a train because there's people like that. Yeah, exactly. It's creepy. It's so creepy. But also, we're we're guys, so we we wouldn't encounter it as much as you would. If I'm sitting in Nando's. People just don't come up to me and just take out the moves <laughs> on a meeting. <laughs> You're going to the wrong Nando's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How spicy do you like your breasts, boy? <laughs> <laughs> right well have you ever got in any kind of weird situations like that like obviously he was a- unable to explain why he was in that situation because he was caught red-handed with wet yeah. wipes in his hands so have you ever been in a situation where you've like had to get yourself out of the situation and you, you couldn't explain the reason why you were there i've done some shit gigs before how the fuck am i here yeah oh. i can imagine that i'm just trying to think if i've ever been in a situation like that i've been caught in women's toilets Okay. You've been what? No, but no, I wasn't being a perv. It's just I, I don't know. I just, there's been times when I've taken a wrong door and oh yeah, like this guy. Same. Yeah, <laughs> she took loads, loads, a couple of wrong turns, and you ended up in a cubicle with a woman screaming. <laughs> Calm down, babe. It's just wet wipes. Relax. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to clean the COVID off you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For your own good. My phone is off. I'm not pointing it at you. I'm not filming you. Uh, um. No, no, I've then just like mistakenly taken a wrong, or I mistakenly gone into the wrong toilet. Like a few months ago, before lockdown, I did a gig and the toilets were side by side. And I went, came off stage, went straight into the toilet. And then I came out and there was a bunch of women there. I'm like, when well, you just on stage, that's a women's toilet. And I was like, oh shit, fuck. Um, that was a, just a basic mistake. I didn't, I wasn't being a pervert. I've done that, like getting into VIP areas and stuff like that, that I should not be in at all. I've just walked through places and stuff like that. Like, I remember I was at V Festival and um, me and this journalist, one of my friends is a journalist. I've got, I've got friends that are journalists. I don't know why I'm telling you that, but me, me and him, me and him decided that we wanted to get into like the VI, 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 VIP bit, right? So we were in the VIP, but not the good bit, right? So we decided to like, we somehow got past the security guard. And then the only way through to get to this bar that everyone was at was to go through the kitchen part behind it. So we, we crept through that, got in, and then I ended up in Sheik's dressing room after that. It was a good day and night, but nice. but like <laughs> I ended up in like because I met one of the band members and and I need, and I was really drunk and I was like oh I need to charge my phone and they were like come to our, our trailer I didn't know who they were and then Nile Rogers was just sitting there that was one of my random things that but if anyone had asked me at that moment in time like how how the hell are you here I would have been like I wouldn't have been able to explain that situation at all do you know what I mean. You're not gonna like, coming up with lies at this on the spot. No, I'm shit at that. Are you? Real shit at that. Yeah, I'm. Re- I'm really bad. I'm not good at. I'm not good at bullshitting. Do you know what I mean? There's some people that are natural bullshitters. I ain't me. Look at your yeah. face. I would say me. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done anything like that? I think I lie more than I tell the truth. You must have done what? something like that when you've been steaming at a party or something like that. I ended up and you're like, how the fuck am I here? Oh yeah, all the time. Well, yeah. 
my worst one was not uh, being drunk, but like uh, telling a lie, like uh, telling a lie and having to bull- bullshit my way was when I first moved to New York and my friend, I was going for my first job interview. And my friend was like, oh, you have to um, make sure to sell yourself here because, you know, at home you'd be like, very humble about things you know like you don't want to sound like a dick when you're like saying yeah i could do that job and i can do this and you know we're kind of a bit more like oh yeah no i would definitely try my best where they're in america they're like i'm the best at doing this i'm the best at that so he's like you basically have to sell yourself and he said i'll send me over your resume so i can read it through so i sent over my resume and he he he's like oh a lot of these shows people won't know of did you ever do anything else and i said oh well i've done like a couple of shows in like at ITV, like you know, helping out. I said I'd done, do you know, you know, come dine with me and four weddings and stuff. And he's like, oh, put them on your resume, put them on your resume. And I was like, oh, I didn't really work on those. <laughs> anyway, I put them on. Went into this interview. The woman was like the like biggest brashest American I've ever ever met in my life. She had like like the biggest thing of Dr Pepper. She was drinking at her desk at like ten o'clock in the morning. And then she st- went straight to my resume. She's like, oh, you did. You did come dine with me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, you, you must know, I think it was like James. And I was like, huh? She's like, James, he works here. He works here. She called this guy into the room. He walks in. I'm like, shit, I need to, I'm going to have to run out of this room. Like, so this guy comes in. She's like, uh, James is one of the creators of um, Come Dine With Me. This guy walked in, I swear to God, he held my hand, like to shake my hand. But when he shook my hand, he kind of squeezed it and like looked at, like, looked at me kind of f- funny in the eye. And I'm thinking, this fucker's lying too. So we had this big conversation, pretending that we, <laughs> that we, that we knew each other and we worked together in the UK, but neither of us had worked in the UK. So he, <clears throat> he was obviously lying about working no on the two. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in so I haven't seen you in ages." I was like, "I know, I didn't even know you were here." I'm like, "There was the weirdest conversation <laughs> I ever had in my life." <laughs> I still didn't get oh the my job. Gosh, yeah, <laughs> you weren't so believable then, enough then. Your bull- bullshit wasn't believable. Yeah, it's like she's probably thinking these guys are weird. Are you telling me she was drinking Dr Pepper in the morning, or she was drinking something stronger? <laughs> Well, I didn't lean over and pick up her glass and start drinking it. Like, I didn't question her. I was too busy trying to get myself out of a hole that I'd really dug myself into. Any questions? Uh, Yeah, what are you drinking then? (laughs) Can I smell vodka for your breath? Actually, I once had a mistaken identity, which got me into a position where I shouldn't have been. This is when I used to have the the braids. Um, I went to, there was a premiere of a theatre show, and um, they basically thought I was Lamar. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, and so they they got me on the red carpet doing all the pictures and stuff. <clears throat> they put me... Who, I can't, who's with? I think my Hang brother. on a minute. Hang on. Can I just say something? Does Lamar not have, like, blue eyes? Yeah. I guess they they weren't paying close enough attention. Lamar's got really unique but eyes. I look nothing like Lamar. Does he? I'm so sure Lamar has got, like... He's no, not got blue like, eyes. Maybe, maybe, like, a, a greenish... Kind of yeah, he's got like rise. really like. Hang on, no, let's. I'm googling it. Back on the phone. Back on the phone. Yeah, he's got green eyes. He's got green eyes. Okay, I look nothing like Lamar, but they saw a black guy with braids at yeah. the premiere of a theater show and thought that must be Lamar because there's only one black guy with braids in the whole of fucking London. Can I ask where they white? Were they white people? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all. I mean, if it, if it, if it was black people, I would be like my brother. Come on. 
But yeah, so they, yeah, they had me on a red carpet posing pictures, put me in a good seat, and afterwards, um, got me to like, do interviews and say, so can you can you say this and say, this and this and uh, say yeah, uh, because Lamar says so, uh, and I, I I I did it. Lamar's listening to this podcast. If you get any, if you had any um, flack about I don't know five years ago, that's amazing. You should maybe just buy some contacts, and you could be like a Lamar impersonator. If your comedy goes to shit after lockdown. Cheers, oh, right. <laughs> I, I, I do hear there's a big demand for a Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do love Lamar. I actually love the Lamar. Just before we end, have you ever been stopped by police for something funny or stupid in your lifetime? Yeah. DWB. DWB. WB, I don't know that. Uh, uh, do, you guys want, do you know what DWB is? Is that not a guy oh. from Nickelodeon? No. D- <laughs> is there not a wee little guy from Nickelodeon days? D-W- D-W- DWB, Driving While Black. Oh, for oh. fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't think that's funny. that funny. <laughs> it's not the funniest of situations to be stopped for. I'm just trying to think if I have been stopped by police. I've been, I mean, I have obviously encountered police in, uh, in my time, um, when I've been out drinking and stuff like that, but like I remember really? the last. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But the last time, yeah, but you, you listen. I live in Scotland. Well, I live in Scotland. There's police about all the time. <laughs> like when it, when you're in like nightclubs or whatever, and you're in the street, whatever. Like they're they're about all the time. They talk to you and stuff like that. Um, because we're a bit mental. Um, but yeah, I, the last time I um I was stopped by a police officer, it was a guy. It was in my class at school. So we were oh, good wow. to go on that one. Ah. <laughs> and he liked me in school, so. We <laughs> uh, I could just picture you and drunk, dr- drunk in Glasgow, swinging around a copper with his, with his hat on your head, like, woo! <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, Susie! I was more well, probably, trying to school sh- together. probably trying to do something else, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, um, Mr. Officer. Hey. Mr. Um, officer. I, um, I want to go stop to I was with my grandma, right? Uh, they, I just passed my driving test. Actually, I, I do a routine about it. Well, I used to. I don't do it anymore. But um, yeah, they they accused me. Well, inc- implied that I had stolen the car that I was driving, but it was my own car. But at the time, I was driving like a, it was a 1987 Nissan Micra. It was a shit beat up car. And it was like, I used it was to like, drive a Micra. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Micra. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I look like a fucking clown, mate. Look at the size of me. But yeah. <laughs> They 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 thought um well they implied that I, I had John driving a stolen car and I was like dude I'm I'm driving a beat up Nissan Micra <laughs> with, my, with my grandma what kind of shit car thief do you think I am? <laughs> you know, grandma's like he, he, the boy he's not he's stupid he's not that bloody stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right well on that note thank you for listening to an Englishman an Irishman and a Scot make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. Please do that. Get the ratings up for us because we need more people to listen to it. So please help us reach those people. Um, And talking of spreading the news, tell someone about the podcast and do exactly what I just said. Help us reach more people. We'll be back with another episode at the same time, at the same place next week. I'll still have my hemorrhoid cushion. Thanks for the recommendation, uh, Nathan, because it actually ha- it does help a fair bit. It does. But... See? Last week you guys were making fun of me. You were hanging about with your grand too much, eh? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he knows all about hemorrhoid cushions. 